0: Lock on. 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 Lock on. Welcome back to the Laton Cowboys Podcast, part of the Laton Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in. I am your host Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today is Landon McCool. You can follow him on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir?
1: Not much. It's it's Friday. I I mean, I guess if days even matter anymore, yeah, they don't matter. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'm, I guess I am instinctively happy. It's Friday. I I don't know. Yeah. It's 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 all blending in. I, I'm glad to talk about football with you yeah. again as always so let's Absol- do that
0: yeah let's do that I mean, i'm really excited to get to you know important issues so we're going to start today's show talking about rex ryan <laughs> and no we're actually not <laughs> no, no, we're not no. going to do that no, we're going to talk no. about uh some edge rushers in the 2020 draft uh and, you know we were just having a conversation pre-show uh about you know what do the cowboys need at edge rusher now that you know they have alden smith they potentially may have randy gregory uh they're bringing back tyrone crawford uh, what type of edge rusher may they be looking for? Uh, today we're going to find out. Uh, let's go ahead and start with um, a second round guy that we haven't talked about enough on this podcast. Landon Julian Aquara from Notre mm. Dame. What did mm. you think when you watched this tape?
1: It's interesting that you label him as a second round guy because I don't. Ooh. I mean, I, I I wouldn't mind taking him at the bottom of the first. Honestly, okay. I, I I like Julian Aquara a lot. Uh, and again, I will point out, as I pointed out before, uh, that, that of this trio, there is a one of these things is not like the other, and that to me is Julian Aquara. Uh, okay. Real quick, 6'4", 2 and 2 eighths, 252, 10 and 2 eighths a hands, 34 inch, 34 and 3 eighths inch, so almost 34 and a half inch arms. 81 and 6 eighths wingspan that is just ridiculous and we saw him Uh,
0: yesterday run a 460 at his you know kind of made up pro day right
1: yeah yeah and you know we've that's kind of around what we were hearing was Mm -hmm. when he was going to get uh definitely looks the part tall long-limbed big hands good get off but not quite elite i think there's actually room for improvement here but this isn't necessarily, you know, get his get off specifically is not necessarily, in my opinion, how he wins. Uh, he's got strong hands, very strong mm-hmm. hands. He jolts offensive linemen at, with contact. Uh, he plays with good pad level on rushes outside. To uh, and, and and understands depth. He'll get the tackle going too far and get too deep, and then he has a nice little spin move back inside to get to the quarterback if he tries to escape the pocket. Uh, I, I made a joke about this, but <laughs> I this guy plays how Taco Charlton thinks he plays. Uh, like yeah, he's he, yeah, yeah. he's got a he actually has a good spin move, and he actually has power in his hands. And uh, I, I think he's got good recognition. He sees offensive tackle slip outside and follows. Uh, for pursuit and screen passes he's he's good at recognizing what's happening to him Uh, keeps his hands above his eyes when engaging an offensive lineman and has the length to keep them off of him bullies guys he plays much bigger than his size but shows some finesse and bend as well Uh, pass rush game needs seasoning i I think there's still too many times when he runs out of ideas uh, at the uh, at a snap right He, he initially gets there gets a long arm going his first two moves don't work, and then he kind of just you know, improvs instead of having a plan as to what's next, how do I keep going? It's I don't think that he has a problem with being uh, relentless. I think he just runs out of ideas at a certain point and then he's kind of stand there left left hand fighting with a guy who's usually a hundred pounds heavier than he is. Mm-hmm. Uh, where does where does he win? power and leverage with great speed, unanswered questions. Can he hold up as a full-time starter at defensive end? Uh, You know, I think we've seen him kind of play a lot of different spots. Uh, I think he has a a game that I would like to see him kind of moved around a little bit. Um, But we didn't really – I I didn't see enough, you know, just on the tape to know – to feel completely confident uh, in his ability to be a full-time starter at defensive end. Uh, I think he has absolutely all the tools, and w- it, it doesn't need to get uh, take very far to get there. If he if he isn't, um, but I just didn't have certainty on that aspect of of, of his game uh, based on the tape study that I did.
0: So, just listening to your review, this sounds like somebody you really really like, correct?
1: Yeah, yeah, I do. I I, I did not expect him to. I did not expect to like him as much as I did. I, I just because this is another guy where I went in with the expectation that, and, and honestly, I hate to say this, the watching him reminded me of TJ Watt okay. because and I'll explain why, because I, I go into the situation kind of with the headspace of everyone's telling me this is a pass rusher. This is a pass rusher. This is a guy on the edge. And he is, he certainly is that like, and that's the, the thing that you're drafting him for is the upside there. But the thing that really stuck out to me is this is a guy who's, and this is what you want, in my opinion. This is a guy who is built like a pass rusher, he's flexible and bendy, he can do all that stuff, but he's got crazy pop in his hands, crazy strength that, like, you know, and, and understands leverage. And he's just abnormally strong for a guy that's, I mean, only 250 pounds or whatever. So I, I, to me, that reminded me a lot of T.J. Watt because sure. that was the that was the thing with Watt is that everyone told me he was a pass rusher, and then I go in and I see a guy who's got really big, strong hands who's manipulating offensive tackles and looks like a guy who, in my opinion, at the time, could be a a defensive end. And you know, I think. Dallas maybe made a wrong decision there, but that's, maybe you know maybe, <laughs> the under, maybe. The
0: understatement there.
1: <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, I, that's the vibe I got. Is that okay? This I, I'm hearing that this guy's a pass rusher. This guy's I think this guy has the skill set to develop into a you know a, 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 an all pro a Pro Bowl Ooh. defensive end. You know, I, I think he has that kind of rare ability and that strength that you don't see very often from guys his size that can really be useful as a full time. Uh, a starter a defensive end if not right away then definitely by year two
0: all right so i'll play devil devil's advocate here just for a second um please first of all the the production's bad but there's a couple of reasons for it. i mean he got yes. injured uh in november he fractured his fibula i believe um but even before that i mean up and down depending on what game you watch uh you know you can see a totally different player like if you watch the virginia tape i'm sure you did Yep. Uh, that's maybe one of the best ad rushing tapes in the entire season, right? Like he looks yeah. fantastic in that game. Uh, but there's other ones where he's a complete no show. And I think it's just because of a lot of the, you know, the, um, the rawness of his game. He's somebody who is from yep. Nigeria, uh, doesn't have a ton of football experience. I think he just played, started playing three or four years ago. Um, so you can, you definitely see that on tape. I, I, I just wonder if, the first round or even in the top four, is just a little bit too rich for him right now, considering probably how far he is away from being, you know, from reaching his ceiling. I, I don't necessarily disagree with you that he has a pro bowl ceiling. I just wonder how far into the future that ceiling is. Um, sometimes I saw him be a little bit too reliant on his athleticism and length. I'd like to see him develop some counters. Uh, his, I would say his leverage is some inconsistent at times too, but You're taking him because he's an elite athlete who has shown you, you know, seven, eight, nine different, you know, sacks over the last two years where, you know, I I don't think there's an offensive tackle in the league that could stop him with his ability to bend around the edge and length. So there's a lot to like there. Landon, if he's sitting there at 51, is that an easy pick for you?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I I would. Assuming they don't get Chase on it. Yeah. I mean, just because, and and here's my, my counter argument to that, is that, you know, like, the bar for what a defensive end is doing his rookie year uh, is already low. And it needs to yeah, be yeah. already low because these guys don't produce. So I don't mind taking a guy like this who, yeah, I would say that he's even more, a little bit more raw than than Chason is. Uh, but because, you know, the expectations for a, a defensive end uh, to come in here and start uh is are pretty low and actually this gives me an opportunity if i can real quick to clean up something that we said yesterday because we we had some people come back and uh, talking about this i don't think that anybody thinks that alden smith or uh gregory is going to mean that if the cowboys draft chase on that he's going to be stashed or not see the field sure i I think i think the idea is that you're going to want to get him some snaps but you you if 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 he isn't ready or isn't producing right away, which you know again is the norm for a pass rusher, you're not going to force still have, him on
0: the field.
1: Yeah, yeah, you've got two other guys who can come in, rotate, show them a few things, give a give us a couple good reps when we need them. You're not for, re, having to be forced to be reliant on Chase on, uh, as opposed to if you were drafting him and, and you had no other options there. So, and I think the okay. same thing is true with Aquara. At this point, you're drafting a guy who eventually you hope can be a guy who's getting 60 plus percent of the snaps at defensive end, 70 plus percent of the snaps. But I think initially all these guys, because they're young pass rushers are probably going to have to be part of a rotation.
0: I would agree. And I think my guess is probably that, you know, early to mid second round is probably where you're going to have to take a I mean, just because of the athleticism uh, because he came from Notre Dame and you have, you have a lot of film against him against good tackles. So uh, we'll see if the Cowboys get somebody like a C.J. Henderson in the first round. I think that would be an absolute steal. Yeah. Uh, at you know at fifty-one, but if they go chase on, it's very unlikely that they're going to take another edge rusher. Um, mm-hmm. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll talk about Boise State's Curtis Weaver. Guys, we talk about physical fitness all the time, but there's another side of the game that is just as important. I'm talking about mental fitness. Calm the number one app for sleep and meditation has teamed up with LeBron James to help you train your mind. LeBron and Calm know that your mind is like any other muscle in your body. And Calm can help you train your brain so you sleep better, have less stress, and perform at your best. And if you head to calm.com slash locked on, you'll get 40% off a Calm premium membership. Again, that's 40%. With Calm, you'll have access to the nature scenes that LeBron loves, like rain or leaves, and so much more. Like sleep stories and meditation. For a limited time, our listeners can join LeBron in using Calm with a 40% discount to an annual membership at calm.com slash locked on. Unlock content to help you focus, ease stress and sleep better. Get started at calm.com slash locked on. That's calm.com slash locked on. All right, Landon, we know that the Cowboys love Boise State players. Uh, I don't think Curtis Weaver is the exception here. Uh, we've already kind of heard rumblings that that would have somebody the Cowboys had on their 30-visit list. Um, you know, different type of defensive end. 6'3", 265 uh, pounds, Uh Maybe has some bad weight on him. I mean, this is somebody who's sitting Maybe. You know, in a chair all day, chair all day doing stuff. So it's hard to criticize anybody's weight. Uh, I've got some bad it. weight too. I got some right. bad weight too. Curtis. Sure. it's okay. Sure, but it's, it's not like I've ever held back from doing that before on Twitter, anyway. So yeah. um, let's talk about Curtis Weaver. What did you see in his tape?
1: Uh, you know, I, I saw a guy with some with a with a bad body. I, I thick bodied. <laughs> kind of shorter arms, sort of unusual-looking frame for an edge. Uh, You know, he makes it, and the reason that we're talking about him is because despite being 6'2", 265, uh, which uh, I'll read that again, he's 6'2", 265, uh, and he's not like, uh, uh, you know... uh, Oh, why am I thinking the the, the guy from uh, the the Steelers that smokes cigars, James Harrison. He's not, he yeah. doesn't look, he doesn't look like James Harrison. He, you know, he looks like he's got a little bit of bad, bad weight. But the thing about him is that he is cat quick. Like yeah. he, he moves side to side very quickly for, and it's, and I think it's, it's off putting or what the, it's it's uh it's it's uncanny i think is the word i'm looking for right and i think it it, it kind of puts offensive tackles and some players like oh what what? where did he like he because he just for a guy that's so squatty for him to have like side to side agility like that is is kind of uh off putting very low center of gravity he kind of bounces off blockers and outquicks them in in phone booth spaces he uses his hands okay, but doesn't have the length to win that way consistently. And I and I and I have a feeling that in the NFL that's going to get worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think he plays like a pinball, right? Like he's just constantly he's flying in one direction, he's bouncing off people, and just trying to find his way to the the football. Uh, but he doesn't get knocked over a lot, so he kind of is just this you know unstoppable low center of gravity that keeps moving. You can keep ba- you know knocking on him, but he'll keep making his way. Uh, so there's some uh uh, uh res- resilience and some uh kind of just the go get attitude like that he can't really be stopped he is he relentless i guess is the word I'm looking for he's relentless in That's pursuit right. and that sort of thing uh where does he win short area quickness uh, com- combined with the low center of gravity you know allows him to keep going keep coming keep going uh unanswered questions can he lose 15 to 20 pounds and play like, linebacker who kicks down to rush the passer in some situations? Uh, and, and if not, you know, what is his role in the NFL? Because that's really where I, I struggled with the player is that, you know, I, I guess you could play him at Sam, like an on-the-line Sam linebacker, but yeah maybe I, I don't think he has the length for that. I, so I think he's
0: I, a 3-4 outside linebacker.
1: Yeah, but even then, like, I don't know. I still would want him to, like, I'd still want him to lose probably 15 or 20 pounds and like become a little bit, maybe more fluid athlete. But if, but if you lose that, if you do that, does he lose some of his ability to kind of continue to take on and, and askew, you know, offensive linemen? I I don't know. He's, I I really struggle with this guy. And, and, and if I was an NFL team and maybe this is why Dallas wanted to bring him in as a 30 visit, like, is that, I would want to kind of look at him a little bit, you know, just because I I, I have questions about his projection and I kind of would want to bring him in and work him out in a variety of different things just to kind of get an idea of like his entire skill set. Sure. Because there isn't, you know, and I'm not discounting him completely because I can't, you know, immediately pinpoint a position for him. But I I do wonder if, you know, his unusual body side, body type combined with, a unusual way that he wins with that body type doesn't cause some consternation for someone who's trying to figure out what to do with this player.
0: Yeah, so when I watched him, uh, there's one player that kind of immediately came to mind, and more so because of the body type. Um, I, I don't even think he necessarily has a ceiling of this player, but he reminded me a lot of Anthony Spencer in the same type of body. You know, the shorter stockier okay. rushers okay. Um, I'm not sure he is much, uh, you know, I mean, remember Spencer wasn't all that of an athlete in terms of like straight line no. stuff. No. I don't think Curtis Weaver is as well. Um, but is he going to be strong enough to hold up as a left defensive end? Uh, or is he long enough to do that? I'm not sure. I still think his best fit would be as a three, four, you know, left side linebacker where you can play him off the line of scrimmage a little bit. You can have him playing in space. Cause he's actually pretty good, you know, dropping in coverage when he has to. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, But for Dallas, if you're going to line him up as a right defensive end, you would like to typically see a guy with a little bit more juice, a little bit more bend. I mean, he wins a lot by just running around the edge, but yeah, I, I'm not sure how translatable that is in today's NFL. Um, yeah. So where would you feel comfortable drafting Weaver? Like second round feels too rich for me. Is the third round where you would consider
1: this is one of those where I, I'm I'm kinda like at, at a at the mercy of the team. I, I think you need to have a real like this is not just a football player I think that you can just draft and then figure out his role later. I think you really, really need to have a clearly defined role for what he's going to be doing. Yep. If you think if you think that he has, you know, pass rush ability that I don't really think he has. Yeah. I uh, I think yeah, third round. I this guy's like a a late day two guy or early yeah. day three guy. Like I, to me, I, I, I mean, I, I just agree. there's I just don't there's too many questions and uh, you know like why why is he even. Why does he even have that body size? Like, why does he play? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's at a major college program. It's not like Boise State doesn't have a weight program really or nutrition. Food is really good in Boise. I've heard. <laughs> I mean, they got those potatoes in
0: Idaho. Yeah, man. it's really it's good. Lots of carbs.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah. we you know again, not to fat shame this guy. It's just it's 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 <laughs> we've already unusual, done that. I mean,
0: we're already past that point.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, th- this is more Marcus's game than mine. But oh, yeah. I yeah, you know, like I just, I don't know, like he it. it it, it, it adds a lot of uncertainty to me. And and uh, uh, so I, I, I probably wouldn't feel comfortable. Honestly, I don't know that this guy's on my board.
0: Okay. And that's fair. Um, let's go ahead and talk about somebody who's like 30 pounds lighter in Josh <laughs> from Michigan. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A totally different type of player. Uh, yeah. he's a 6'1, 245. Uh, you know, we kind of heard whispers that he played in the 230s at Michigan this year. Uh, Which is what he lot, looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Played a lot more off the ball linebacker uh, than Whew. either of the two guys we mentioned. Um, went to the Senior Bowl and actually had a really good Senior Bowl practice and week. Had two sacks in game. games.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So this is a, a a fun piece for Dallas, who I think I'm a little bit more interested in now because of maybe the Alden Smith signing. Uh, but what did you think of Josh Ucci when you studied him on tape?
1: Well, I I really liked everything. You know, I just again i i hadn't done a study of him before but i i obviously had seen his reps uh at at the senior bowl practice and was very impressed there uh and i saw uh you know obviously the game and and he was really impressed there and that was my introduction to uchi so uh going back and watching it you know it's it's crazy you forget about michigan and and uh don brown who's don brown's still the defensive coordinator there right uh, yes so yeah I, I i wasn't sure that he're using his defense and uh, he moved on but no I, I think you, you know you know going in that Michigan's got uh, one of the better defensive minds I think in all of football than Don Brown and they're running a lot of this kind of 3 5 defense and he's playing a uh you know kind of a, an outside linebacker in that defense and in that defense you know the the outside linebackers Almost kind of play a hybrid of a three-four and a four-three outside linebacker, right? Like yeah, they, they they do, do a lot of blitzing. Um you, know, you you'll see this guy kind of coming from all over the place. Uh, Uchi did everything. And let, let me let me six-one-two-eights, two forty-five, nine and four-eighths hands, thirty-three and five-eighths inch arms, which is a nice size. I mean, Thirty-three and five-eighths. That's a good length for someone who's six-one. Uh, and an eighty-inch w- wingspan. Again, I, I, that's that's pretty good for a guy who's he's six-one, uh, short, squatty, but solid body with long arms. You know, he's he, he doesn't look like he's got a bunch of extra weight. He looks like he's you know in great shape, rocked up, uh, moves around a lot. in Don Brown's defense literally saw him drop as a middle third, <laughs> as the middle third in cover three at one point, uh, yeah. which was pretty crazy to see. <laughs> Uh, I had to like go back and watch it several times to make sure that that's what I was seeing. Uh, he does so many things pretty well, and, and they moved him around a lot. I, I, I wish. I, I kind of wonder after watching his tape. I kind of wondered it, if that's why he w- It was so surprising uh, at the Senior Bowl to see him be so successful as a pass rusher. It's just because they didn't necessarily use him as just a pass rusher very often. So he didn't get. It
0: depended on the game, right? There were certain games where he would he would rush more than others, but yeah, I I agree. He
1: he was very scheme specific or game scheme specific, game script specific. And I guess that you know what you saw is that this is a guy who got less opportunity to rush the the passers than some of the other defensive ends down at the Senior Bowl, uh, but was still somehow more as effective or more effective than everybody else. Right? Um, He looks comfortable as an off ball linebacker um or coming off the edge as a pass rusher and it was funny because you know you talk about and one of your big things is about production and i you know i agree that i think production mm-hmm. is an important thing this is another one of these players who probably doesn't have traditional production numbers because he was so versatile and he was used in a variety of roles in a in a, in a defense that is way more kind of has way more moving parts and way more game specific scripts than a lot of other defenses that i don't think you know he he probably doesn't have the traditional production that you're looking for at the position
0: he doesn't um, nope.
1: But I, I think that this is a guy that if you watch the tape, you see a guy, the reasons for that is that it's not that he wasn't doing anything, it's that he was doing all the things, <laughs> just at different points. And, and I think that they used him, like his value and utility to the defensive coordinator is way higher than his production numbers should indicate because they did, this guy basically made the right in every single way possible Uh, last things I I think he's comfortable on his feet on the move Uh, he looks comfortable as an off-ball linebacker or coming off the edge as a pass rusher where does he win he's a versatile utility player Uh, unanswered question is he good enough at any one thing to survive in a non-versatile role and I think that that would be you know an unfortunate situation if he got drafted by a team that was looking to just make him a pass rusher or just make him a off ball linebacker. I think that's uh, limiting what his upside can be. I think if you really want to get the most out of this guy, you're going to use him not maybe not as a three three five linebacker like Brown did, but you will use him in a variety of roles uh, that can really kind of let him shine uh, using his the thing that makes him so mm-hmm. di- different than a lot of other players in this draft.
0: Yeah, so I watched him last night against uh, Iowa, and he had probably 12, 15 pass rushing snaps in that game. Never got a win. And now he's going against some pretty good tackles there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you go against Penn State, you can watch him rush to, rush to pass and every one of those ones. Never got a win there. But he goes to the Senior Bowl, and all of a sudden he looks dominant as a pass rusher. So it's, it's so hard to kind of weigh what you saw in the season compared to what you saw you know, in the Senior Bowl and the practices and the games. Um, here's one of the things to, to, that worries me a little bit. In his career, he has 657 snaps. I mean, that's that's less than what most guys played in 2019 alone. So there's just not a lot of tape of Uchi on the field, and that makes it even more difficult to project what he's going to be in the NFL. Um, but I think if you get to the third round, maybe even the back end of the second round, I think that's where I'm willing to to gamble on somebody like this i almost think this is like the discount version of zach bond right it's somebody who doesn't have a lot of the snaps but can do a lot of different things can be a movable chess piece uh so if you want him to be like i don't know your third linebacker or your third edge defender i think that makes sense but for the cowboys at 51 it seems rich but i could certainly certainly get behind it At pick 82, if you want to make him a Sam, if you want to do some things where, you know, maybe he's a 3-4 edge rusher. Maybe he's a 3-4 inside linebacker that's coming downhill. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense to me. But uh, a fun player. I did really enjoy his tape.
1: Yeah, it was. And, and And it's always fun to watch... Don Brown defenses and and clearly this guy is the jewel of his eye right I mean he right. liked he loved putting him in all the, all kinds of different situations I agree and I think that he didn't have a ton of snaps I I think that either we're relying heavily on his senior bowl performance but I also think that you know that's that's actually okay you know I, yeah. I think that you know that if anything it's 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 almost a, a, a you know a semi a semi version of semi-pro version of tape right because you're seeing sure, yeah. these all these guys that are at the pro bowl at the senior bowl are going to the nfl so anyone that he's going against is whether he gets drafted or not they'll probably end up on a team at least for training camp so those condensed reps of pass rush and because they're also the latest thing we've seen i think that they take a a, a heavy uh uh they're heavily weighted versus, you know, an individual game of, of bad pass rushing. And, and again, I, I think that this is a, a situation where this is a guy who, for the reasons you mentioned, because of his versatility, because of his lack of snaps, I think there's upside there. You know, I think sure. what maybe that what we could have discovered here with, with the fact that he was so good as a pass rusher is that when he was... When he was allowed to focus on doing one specific thing and kind of refine that skill set, and got more opportunity to do that, then he got better at it. So uh, yeah. I think that those are all positive things. Uh, and I think you know the the Senior Bowl. This is another great example of the Senior Bowl putting good context on uh, your your senior tape, right? I think, yeah. it, and, and I think this is a situation where. He opened a lot of people's eyes and, and 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 realized well maybe there's some context to why he didn't produce or he you know he wasn't as good a pass rusher in, in college as maybe he can develop to be in the pros. All
0: right, let's stack these up before we leave, Landon. I've got Aquara in the second round. I've got Uchi in the third, and then I've got a little bit lower of a third round grade on Curtis Weaver, um, but probably acknowledging he's not a great fit in the Cowboys' defense. So second, third, third. How do you guys how do you have these ones stacked up?
1: I think that sounds right. You know, I think for Aquara, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if if he snuck into the end of the first round. But I would, sure. you know, I expect him to be, if not a top fifty player, just outside of the top fifty. Does that mean probably? Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I mean, I'm almost thinking that, considering how many, you know, how many teams need pass rushers, like I yeah. see the Chiefs even looking at him at thirty two. You know, the Colts have I think picked thirty four. I could see him certainly going in that range. Totally,
1: absolutely, and and I, I, I let me be clear too. I, I think he is when I say that. I think he is getting a, a position value and uh, and also a uh, uh, a market value bump because they're oh, all because sure. like you just yeah. said, there's no there's very few pass rushers of quality, so he'll get a bump that, there. Pass rushers in general get a bump, so he'll get that bump. You know, I I think in that scenario, he's a yeah top of the second round bottom of the first round player uh i think for uche i think you nailed it i would say t- bottom of the second for some teams probably top of the third for others for him uh for weaver uh, i mean i i'm i'm probably fourth round i i,
0: I yeah I, I don't think he makes a lot of sense on a 4-3 team i don't yeah yeah I, I don't
1: i don't yeah i i, I think it for a 3-4 team if you squint i think you can see it I don't, I don't really see a, a level of, useful, of true usefulness for this team. And I'm probably going to eat those words when the Cowboys draft them. So.
0: Yeah, well, we do that all the time here on the Locked yep. On Cowboys podcast. I remember doing it last year at Tristan Hill. We're, we're getting good at it now. Uh, yes. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you follow Landon at McCoolBCB. Make sure you follow the show at Locked On Cowboys, and I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier, and we will see you next time.